Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. It was recently Yaro's birthday. Hey. Who did those edits for us? Um, Happy day. Yeah, but where's my fucking evil album, motherfucker? <laughs> fuck you and fuck your birthday. How about that? Oh, so you know I'm in this brass band? <laughs> and we're doing a show at your venue that you run sound at yes. Friday night. But I will be running sound for announcements. That's, that's right. <laughs> it's all brass bands. Yeah. So we're going to New Orleans next weekend. No, weekend after next, the 20th, um, for Chewbacca. I talk about it on the show all the time. It's mm-hmm. the big uh, science fiction fantasy Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. And the crew that we march in front of is like, the, like a big, gory, like horror monster crew of people that are just dressed up it's like 30 40 people Word. and they do a theme a, a long story short we usually l- learn songs to go with the theme of the people we march in front of which they're not even the biggest fans of we're just yeah we'll do what you're doing <laughs> and uh today at band practice they announced that we're gonna start uh playing let's all go to the lobby uh... and it took me a second because i'm like uh that's not the name of the song <laughs> the name of the song is five by five the movies and they're like what i'm like wait a second that's that's wrong too. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, I wonder if they play it in F or E flat. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe the, uh, the the version of the theme song is in F. Um, because that's as that's as low as my voice will usually go for the bass part. Mm. <laughs> sure. Um. But yeah, I wonder if they make it easier for horns and try to sure. I keep drinking out of my coffee mug, and then after I go, I'm sure that's the most annoying sound on a podcast. I'm going to stop <laughs> drinking out of my coffee mug. Yeah. What's new in your life, Dan? Not much. Yeah. Um, fucking cedar allergies. Have you <laughs> not been Texas. nominated for any special awards lately? I have, actually. Oh, let's talk about that, please. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I was nominated for the uh, second year running uh, for the Austin Music Awards. Uh, for? The, uh, for Best Live Sound Guy. That's right, Best ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll put the link on our Facebook. Uh, I'm sure no one goes to it. But if you happen to live in Austin, please go. Even if you don't, I don't really care. Uh, go <laughs> click that link. Vote for Dan. I'd like to see Dan get this award. Hey. It's a very awards-heavy episode because you got that, and we I just finished watching the Golden Globes. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I, I left right before there were, like, one or two yeah. awards left. It was shitty. Yeah. Shitty awards show. Not <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah. I saw, there were the bits that I saw, it looked like the they, like, didn't understand that sometimes you have to cut away from a camera that people are going to be walking past. Mm-hmm. Or, like, thought that that was going to be their good shot for yeah. every time people were walking up to the stage. I guess. It just wasn't enough room for how they put the seating Oh, I see. Yeah, it was just pushing past. Like, but there were so many shots where it was just, like, people clearly, like, trying to duck out of the cameras. Oh, yeah. By, or the camera literally just panning down to the ground for two seconds before they cut to something yeah. else. <laughs> like, oh, ooh, new production team. All right. The entire show, <laughs> like, everyone was so awkward. It was like watching an improv one class. Yeah. Like, Michelle Yeoh, just, she didn't know what to say. She was just like, oh, oh okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. It, it was bad. Like there was, like... Kristen Wiggum, Will Ferrell just danced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. And Every time they like, said... yeah. Coming, okay. Yeah, coming back and be like, yeah. I, I, I guess we're doing the next yeah. category. Here's the nominees. Right. <laughs> There's no direction. And at one point, like at every point where they're like, here are the nominees, it was like a few seconds of dead air and looking at the people till they played the clips. Yeah. Like, who is directing this? Yeah. I could have done a better job. Yeah, Somebody needs to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. This was like the, the unveiling of the new... You know, the new people in charge, the new show on the new network. Mm-hmm. Like and the CBS new racist, shitty award we'll talk about. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> well, is that to uh, replace the, the the old shitty racist yeah. category? Yeah. Which, actually, uh, I'll talk about later. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got no new reviews. But, hey, we're only seven days into the year. Hey. No emails. Uh, no changes to the Patreon. We're not on any charts. No one sent us a single dollar on Venmo. Oh, yeah. I always uh, forget to remind people. Um, I think if you're outside of the U.S., uh-huh. if you leave us a review on your platform, we don't see it. Oh. So if you leave uh, a review, I think even on iTunes, I think we only see the U.S. reviews. Oh, fuck. 
We so, have so many international listeners. Right? So if you're so, uh, if you're wondering why you've done a review and we haven't mentioned it. <laughs> At all. Um, if you do leave a review or if you have left a review that we uh, haven't mentioned, uh, take a screenshot and send it to uh, Keith's Twitter or uh, us on Facebook. Yeah. Tell you what, any way you want to give it to me. <laughs> uh, but if you have done a review and I have not read it because it's international, I will send you a digital download for a movie. A good movie. Yeah. I got I got them piled up here. Nice. I'll give you a free movie. Nice. Damn, what's the number one movie in America? Oh, man. This is all real fucking scattered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck up. There's a bunch of fuck stuff up. that came out and I don't know how popular they are. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get nominated for best box off guest, motherfucker. Ooh. Let's go. Uh, and it's also been a couple of weeks. So I'm like, ooh, is that? I know nah. that's not making any money, but get is hype. it making enough money to be still in the top five? Get hype. Uh, all right. My scattershot guest for number one, just because it seemed to have the most showings on the Draft House website, uh-huh. <laughs> is Night Swim. Yeah. <laughs> In number two spot, Night Swim with $12 million. All right. Very close. Oof. But the number one movie in America is... Is it Wonka? It is Wonka, okay. that's right, with $14.4 million, so close. All right, I didn't know if that was still making money. Wonka number one, Night Swim number two. Number three is, of course... Is it the color purple? Oh, is it fucking Aquaman 2? It is, oh, wow. in fact, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom at 10.6. In <laughs> the number four spot is? Uh, the Color Purple. Not in the top five. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, is it The Iron Claw? Oh, boy. Is it Migration? It is Migration, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10.3 million, very close to Aquaman. The animated elimination movie. I had no idea that was coming out. Apparently, did no fucking marketing for None. it. None. Nobody knows that it came out. Why would you even put it out if you didn't do marketing? Right. Fucking morons. And the number five movie in America is. Is it the Iron Claw? Where's my button? Oh no. Oh no. Uh, Ran out of guesses. Is it uh, fucking Hunger Games prequel still making money? Nope. nope. It's anyone but you. Uh, the rom com. Right, Nine point five. I was debating whether to put that on as like 9. A, 5. maybe a, a sixth guess. Like who's going to see that during the holidays? That's weird. Apparently, uh, more people than going I, to see the color purple. I don't think. When did Rebel Moon come out? Was that on Christmas? Or the day uh, before? Christmas week. Because we haven't talked about it yet, right? No. I saw it. Did you see it? I did watch it. All right. I'm going to say something about this movie. Yeah. It is not good. No. Okay, good. I thought you were going to come in and defend it. No. It's it's, gorgeous. Apparently, they know it's not good because already before it was coming out, they were Uh like, oh, yeah, this is the Netflix's studio PG-13 cut version. Oh, really? We're putting out the... Zack Snyder's director mm. cut version that's rated R and is like 40 minutes longer. We're going to put that out in like April or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. But like in a real Dune way, like it looks good. But boy, does this yeah. story suck, dude. I don't give a shit about any of the characters. A single one. Fuck your whole they're, village. They're doing a whole lot of telling and not showing. Uh, yeah, from the very beginning. Which, like, Zack Snyder kind of always has an issue uh-huh. with, but be, I think because he spends so much time making pretty pictures. Right. Which are legitimately pretty pictures. When the when it started with the narration, I was just like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out from the <laughs> beginning. Yeah. Here's how this isn't Star Wars. Right. Like, <laughs> I like Force Awakens more than I like Rebel Moon. Yeah. You know... I, I liked some of the stuff in the village. It was like kind of interesting world building stuff. I and agree. Like as soon as they leave, I'm like, oh, you're just doing a series of fetch quests to do a magnificent right. seven or a seven samurai. Sure. Which is already a trip that Star Wars has done too many times. There was not a single <laughs> original thought in the no. entirety of Rebel Moon. The one thing that people thought was the most original thing was what? the the gentleman alone spider lady. Mm-hmm. Which is almost exactly a uh, first David Tennant season of Doctor Who villain. Oh, great. It was a, a Christmas special, I think. Um, might have been David Tennant's first episode, or might have been in between his like, seasons. 
But yeah, there's uh-huh. like a race of spider lady people, and she was the queen of the spider people, and was pissed that they were getting wiped out. So what a twist! She came to like infect all of the humans on Earth to be her babies and repopulate her species. Aw, sweet babies! And then, like, enters the same way by coming down from the ceiling, only she's red instead of blue. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's yeah. unique and original. Yeah, but like three seconds in, I was just like, are they just, are they just doing the Doctor Who episode, but like, with more fighting? <laughs> well, the first uh, 11 minutes of the show, the audio sounded like shit, because I just noticed... <laughs> we weren't plugged into the right thing and that was coming right off the microphone from the laptop we're consummate professionals so, oh i just so realized here's, here's a fun thing huh. yeah maybe we just realized the same thing uh i don't think any of the sound effects probably got recorded. not a single sound effect <laughs> got recorded <laughs> so the intro of, to the phone a lot, the of, show? a lot of boo drops and uh the, the occasional boo. yay because i guess the thing right oh my god none of it not a single thing came through <laughs> go back and do some post-production no i'll put the intro in there you go. uh but that that's got to be the worst 11 minutes of radio best ever sound guy in Austin. <laughs> well you're not running sound yeah, had yeah. you been running sound yeah uh, for those uh, confused how that can happen, uh, we monitor our headphones off of our uh, recording pod device track, yeah. off the pod track that yeah. is connected to GarageBand. We're not actually monitoring back off of GarageBand, so we're we're listening to our microphones and, and the, the soundboard. soundboard and other things that are plugged in and going through, but not the actual recording itself. Boy, that that must have. <laughs> I can't. If you're still listening, God bless you, because that must have been a rough 11 minutes <laughs> i wonder if i'll get any messages like someone who listens their first couple minutes like you fucked up <laughs> yeah. it sounds like shit you're not plugged in <laughs> but i don't care enough to go back and redo those 11 minutes yep <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna too, keep too far into the we're show. invested now so <laughs> anyway hi everyone now it sounds well, better everybody needs to know our initial thoughts on rebel moon in the moment yeah. Oh, that's right. What we were talking about. That's right. Uh, yeah. Fuck Rebel Moon. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was garbage. I thought the robot thing was weird. I'm like, yeah. wh- why? Just out of curiosity <laughs> in this faux Star Wars, are we watching a girl almost get raped? I'm so right. Why, confused. Why would they think they could make that into a family Christmas PG-13 movie? I'm like, how does this move the story along? Yeah. Like, I just. How about doing Ray Fisher a solid of having him show up? Five minutes before he gets killed, hundred yeah. <laughs> and has like four lines Holy and no backstory, <laughs> and you don't care about him. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, he's everybody's putting in the work, but oh boy, yeah. were they not given much to do? Just garbage. Yeah. Just hot fucking garbage. I wanted to like it too. I, I was excited that it was out and sometimes shit comes out that i like and i'm like i'm not even motivated to watch it took me until i had covid over christmas uh to watch seven kings must die with that was the the last kingdom movie oh okay. that show i like the last kingdom yeah, on Netflix. yeah they made a movie to end the series and it came out like over a year ago. i just never <laughs> fuck up the, the new season of letter is out i haven't fucking watched it oh yeah but i'm like i was really excited about rebel moon and just from the first couple seconds, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. What a bummer. Yep. I mean, the the one thing they did decently well was they made the lady with the lightsabers to have it not look like Star Wars lightsabers. <laughs> Good on them. There like you go. They, they, they are swords that also light up. <laughs> yeah. You didn't bite too hard. <laughs> did I? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, speaking of... So Netflix subscribers, mm-hmm. you can change, uh, you know, your icon on your profile yeah, yeah, yeah. to be different things. Uh, can now finally see the first director ever picked as Zack Snyder and your icon. And I have a problem with this. Oh boy, because it's just a little square. It's not the length of his body. If you're gonna do a cut like this, I'd rather a full uh, Snyder cut. Uh. I'd, and in black and white. <laughs> I want it to be longer, Dan, because yeah. it's just a square, but I want to see his whole body. Yeah. So well, the Snyder cut or, should be or longer. Or make it four by three. <laughs> there you go. 
I'm really proud of that joke. Like when I wrote that joke, I was sitting here giggling to myself for like five straight minutes. Like, oh, because it's a square, but you could see his whole body if it was longer. Oh, the Snyder cuts longer. I'm very funny. I was not nominated I'm, for shit. I'm like not probably gonna watch this director's cut either. I'm gonna watch the director's cut. Yeah, I like Tell me if it's the better. Justice League director's cut so much more. Yeah, than regular Justice League. I do like the um. The extended version of Batman v Superman yeah. better too, but like I kind of liked those movies initially, right? And the longer versions made it better. I just don't like this at all. <laughs> I'll say this: I did not like Dune, and I've watched it like four or five times because it's a good background movie, mm. and it's growing on me. In that same way that, like, if you listen to a pop song enough times, yeah, yeah, maybe the showing not telling. Or telling not showing is fixed in the other version. I hope. Maybe like Maybe some of the weird, the weird, the so weird choppy editing to take out all the blood. Maybe. Maybe it makes more sense. Would be funny all this shit when Zack Snyder still got fucked on his edit, right? Like mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna make a shitty version just so we can put out a Zack Snyder director's cut version. I don't think that was the original plan. <laughs> All right, move it. we're going to move on from this. Uh, Jonathan Major's first TV New interview, Coke. right? <laughs> Jonathan Major's first TV interview since being found guilty of assault and being dropped by Marvel is set mm. to air on ABC News next week. Oh boy. I originally wouldn't do a shit, but it just, it gave me Kevin Spacey vibes. Because it's like, if Jonathan Majors was smart, he would just go away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most of these celebrities like, uh, like Ezra Miller and like mm-hmm. all these people who... Like just just shut the fuck up. Let the air clear. Just go away for a minute. Wait till like look. Just shut the fuck up. I love that. You're, just shut the fuck like, up. Like your career is going to be harmed. You're just gonna have to sit back and let it happen. Yeah. Let wait for the air to clear and then start building back up yeah. when it's time. Uh do you remember when Kevin Spacey was canceled? Uh, and he went and made these weird YouTube videos during Christmas oh, yeah. as Tra- Frank Underwood. Trying to get back on a show he was already fired from yeah. in the character from the show that's in what, the style of the that's show. That's what this is giving to me. Holy this is giving shit. Kevin Spacey to me. Oh, no. And I went back and watched because he made two of them. And it's just <laughs> so weird. Because yeah. and then you realize, like, boy, without a script, <laughs> like... He just sounds like the most unintelligent, <laughs> rambling piece of shit. Yeah. Like, wow, you did not bring much to the character. It was yeah. written incredibly it's, well. Yeah, there's a there's a reason the writers went on strike. <laughs> right? <laughs> they are worth paying. Yeah. Uh, I keep getting ads for this uh, Society of the Snow. Oh. On Netflix. It's a J.A. Biani. It's a foreign language film, but it's about the um, that plane that went down. In the movie Alive, where the plane goes down with the rugby team oh, or yeah, you know, the soccer yeah. team or something, yeah. and they eat each other. Uh-huh. And it's like I'm reading these beautiful articles about it. Everyone's so excited. They say this is great. This this headline says that Bayani, uh, Bayana, Bayana, excuse me, has crafted something truly striking, and it's a worthwhile examination of what the human spirit can endure. And all I want to know is if they eat people in this one. I just want to see. <laughs> yeah. All I I am so fascinated by this story, like everyone else, and it's so reductive. <laughs> this is a triumph of the human spirit to stay alive. But I just want to know, like, what part did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the palm is the most delicious part of the human body. Yeah. Are, are they gonna do the the Rick and Morty like? They touch his the finger, screen. His fingers oh. stick into the screen and not working. That was it's, so good. That episode, <laughs> anything that shows a life with like yeah. a montage just hits me in the feels every time. Yeah, they really do that really well. That's that's like their, the Pixar zoom in shot. Yeah. It's like the Rick and Morty, oh, we're just going through an entire life and it's going to hit you real different when it ends. I was just going to say like, <laughs> they have really captured the up energy. Yeah. And really like doubled down on it. <laughs> yeah. That last one with the spaghetti. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Damn. Bon appetit. <laughs> God damn. We're on a tangent, but Rick and Marty. I was I really thought this season was gonna suck. It got real good. It got real good. All right, moving on. Uh here's something else that pissed me off. A version of the Oasis virtual reality world from Ready Player One is coming to real life. <laughs> 
<laughs> leaving many fans perplexed by the prospect. So a uh, close personal friend, Ernie Klein, <laughs> uh, has a production studio with uh, the producer of the movie. I forget the name of it. I didn't even care to write it down. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. But whatever the name of their production studio is, that's going to become what the Oasis is. Because they're not going to call okay. it that. But yeah. it's going to be as close to the Oasis from the movie as they can get. Okay. With multi-IP and going in. And the reason, every, and it's so funny because all these people are tweeting like, why is he doing this? The point of the book is it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, welcome to <laughs> humanity, right? It's like <laughs> come visit Thanos was right level shit. Right. <laughs> it's like come visit my animal farm and, and buy yeah. this milk. Like, yep. no, you've missed the point. <laughs> yep. Well, that's that's exactly how I feel about the mm. actual Squid Game game show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What? The, the whole point percent. of this is that it was horrible, <laughs> and they're literally exploiting people to their death, right? So that an evil corporation can make, sure. <laughs> like, evil rich people can make themselves more right. rich. Which and is literally happening. what they're doing, just minus Stop the killing it. people. Stop it, idiots. <laughs> Who is, if you go to this multiverse, or virtual reality verse, you're a piece of shit, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if we lose you, you're a piece of shit. Uh, okay, weird tangent. <laughs> I got down a rabbit hole the other night when I couldn't sleep because of depression. Yep, uh, that happens. Yeah, uh, watching Mr. Beast videos. Okay, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> I am a proponent of Mr. Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't like him a lot, but Word. at the end of the day, he gives a lot of shit to charity. And yeah, yeah. He's I, haven't, not... I haven't really like engaged with the stuff, although I right. did try uh, like a chocolate bar because it just yeah, was good. in HEB. And it was I was good. like, all right, I'll try. Great, good, not great. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay likes them. He eats them. Uh, so like the, one of the things was like, he did a video and it's like, Oh, if it hits this many views, we're going to fix the eyesight of like something like 7,000 people in Africa that need LASIK. We're going to give them LASIK. All right. Something like that. And people are shitting on him and be like, you're just doing this for views. And I've always been a, like a, I don't give a shit if he gets views or not. He did a good thing. Yeah. Like people are always like, you know, it's also like advertising dollars. Right. Which is why the view number That's matters. What, what pays like, for it. Yeah. Like when people are like, like there's a YouTube channel where this guy goes to like different restaurants and buys $500 of anything and then gives it out to the homeless. And they're like, you're exploiting the homeless. And I'm like, as someone who's worked with them, they don't fucking care. Give yeah. them the burger. Yeah. They're getting a fucking meal. Right. <clears throat> they're not going <laughs> online and reading your angry comments, my dude. Yeah. Like if what you're doing is instead of, pranking random people but you're giving back to charity i'll i'll give you some views on yeah right. yeah he, he figured out how to get google to pay for lasik surgery for thousands of poor people that and while, i'm like great while also just being a personality right you and know people hate yes him. he's making himself more famous but he doesn't need to be any more famous anymore he's <laughs> also as far as i can tell and i if anyone knows anything different tell me does not seem like he's a toxic piece of shit yet yeah. I'm not saying he's yeah, never going to That, gonna that shoe hasn't dropped, <laughs> at least. Yeah, he's not musking anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have so many tangents to go on. Uh, this this lady who's a booker in Austin, Ashley, um, who uh, originally booked my bingo show where we do it, here and there, she put this video up where she was like cackle laughing, like with her, it just because there was three um, cyber trucks next to each other in Austin <laughs> yeah. and the guys came out to like open them up and like explain the truck to her. And she was like, Oh yeah. Tell me more. Oh my God. She's like, your toys are very fun. <laughs> and she got in her car, which just like cackle laughing. Like, just, Oh my God. Totally missing the point. guys. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So the Mr. Beast tangent <laughs> I want. So here's where I got on this for depression. Uh, his, weird challenges sometimes are just isolation okay. and i'm like anyone who is not um you know psychonormative <laughs> yeah what, what's the word for that if you're uh uh like if you're neurodivergent yeah or neurotypical. neurotypical thank yeah. you that's what i was like trying to yeah um so like there the, this was one where it was like if you could stay a hundred days in this box with one other person and all your meals are taken care of <laughs> and there is a bed <laughs> You get a quarter million dollars. Yeah, easy. Right. And they were just, (laughs) oh, it's so hard not seeing my family. Oh, it's so hard being bored. I would just sit there and go in my own brain theater. Oh, yeah. It's almost harder 
having there be one other person, I'd rather do it by myself. No, so th- this one there was one other person. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they were isolated together. The other one was a guy was locked in a grocery store, and he got ten thousand dollars for every uh, was it day? All right. Oh yeah, I just I, never leave. Right. It would just be that, and that's <laughs> yeah. what he said. So um, do I have internet? I'm good. <laughs> I don't think you have internet. But there was TVs and there was movies in there. There yeah. was just uh now so the uh, the adverse part was you're in the supermarket and every day you have to come up with $10,000 worth of product and for him to give to charity. But that was just okay. an activity. Sure. He was just yeah. making walls. There was go-karts in the grocery store. He oh made a gro- go-kart track out of like the water bottle cases. Hell yeah. Like that's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. You Fucking ridiculous. Pay me to do nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... And I was just like, get one depressed person in there that just lays in bed all day doing nothing. I'm oh, just... yeah. It'd still be there. <laughs> they always pick these idiots with families. Yeah. Oh, I miss my kids. Fuck them kids. You're gonna send them to college. Yeah. In four days you're yeah, gonna send exactly. them to college. Yeah. Yeah. Another four days is another year of your college. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. I'll see you next week for your doctoral thesis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really like Mr. Beast videos, but oh, I, I just want to be in one where it's a do nothing challenge. Oh, absolutely. I would crush that so hard. Dude, I'll spend the fucking year doing one (laughs) year of my life to do nothing, and then I get to do nothing for the rest of my life? Fucking sold. Yeah. That's it. That's my... I'll be like, what's your maximum built into the contract? That's funny. (laughs) That's what I'm hitting. That's funny. (laughs) All right. uh, All right. Moving on. Uh, The Golden Globes just happened. Yeah. yeah. I watched the last third of it. Sucked. Yeah. But I'm going to go through all the winners. Word. Uh, so what I did not like is they added this cinematic and box office achievement award. Yeah, that that was like what that was, was the, the Oscars they were, thing. Yeah, they were the, gonna do for the Oscars. They were gonna do fan favorite or something, and they yeah. gave it to Barbie. And I feel like they did it because they knew Barbie wasn't getting a major award. Yeah, they're like, we'll nominate you for the best, you know, musical or comedy, but like it didn't win. You're not. We know you're not gonna win that. Right. Uh, so I feel like they made this just for them and that feels misogynistic to me in the same way that they were going to introduce the, the fan favorite for Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. It it wasn't for superhero movies in general. It was like, oh, the black one that everybody loved Mm -hmm. that we're definitely not giving the best movie award to. Did not like it. All right. We're going to go top down after that. We got that out of the way. Uh, best motion picture of the year, Oppenheimer. Okay. I liked it. Oh, sorry. Best motion picture drama. Because it's split into drama and then musical and comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I was very high when I saw it. I need to see it again. <laughs> so I still haven't seen it. I just like, I was busy at that time and wanted to see it in the theater. Well, if they bring it back, I'll go see it again with you. So. Word. Uh, but I'll tell you, if you take an edible, <laughs> as soon as you start the movie, <laughs> it will good. kick in at the atomic bomb test. I couldn't, I will never forget that moment in my life where I, I felt like, my body. Oh, no. <laughs> I felt my body sink into the chair. Like, um, what's, uh, what's the, what's the movie? Uh, like get out. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> you got that. That was amazing. But I sunk like get out and I'm like, Oh, this is not going to be good. And then I saw an atomic bomb go off in the biggest theater in Texas in front of me. And I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. This for was me. a bad idea. It was amazing. I ate so many chicken wings. Uh, best picture musical comedy, poor things. I haven't seen yet. That's the Emma Stone one. Oh, okay. I think she gets like a brain transplant with a, with a child. I think is the, all right. Thing, but I haven't seen any of the other ones except Barbie. I haven't seen American Fiction yet. I haven't seen The nope. Holdovers. I haven't seen nope. May December. I haven't seen nope. Air. Nope. May December, I really want to say. I don't think it's a comedy. Yeah, it's one of it those like, like the Martian kind of like, like we're not giving you the drama category. Right. <laughs> so you're but in the other category. Literally about a stalker trying to take over a lady's life who had got fired from being a teacher because she fucked a seventh grader. Like, yeah, it seems pretty drama. Yeah. Unless it's supposed to be like a super black comedy. I don't think so. I yeah. mean, you could be wrong. Best director for a motion picture went to Chris Nolan for Oppenheimer. Right. Beating out Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Greta Gerwig for Barbie. Uh, a bunch of people I don't care about. Like Scorsese. Word. Best screenplay for a motion picture was Anatomy of a Fall, which I don't even know what that is. Okay, I've heard, I've heard good things. I'd hope. 
<laughs> Best performance by an actor in motion picture drama was Killian Murphy, who I have been saying his name wrong forever, apparently. Oh, you do think it was like Cillian? I thought it was Cillian Murphy. Yeah. It was, it was what the fuck's K, with the C? K sound. Yep. I don't like that. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, beat out Barry Kogan, Keoghan for Saltburn. Word. He's a bunch of A24 movies. Uh, he was dressed so bizarrely, I'm glad that he lost. <laughs> Best performance for an actress in a motion picture drama went to Lily Gladstone for Killings of the Flower Moon. Uh, really interesting. She had a really good speech. They did not cut off. I appreciate it about because mm. um, she speaks a lot of Blackfoot because uh, she's native. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she talks about like, hey, quick history lesson on how they used to uh, do this in Hollywood. And she kind of calls out and the room is dead silent. She's like, <laughs> before in like classic motion pictures, if you mm. were a native person doing a part, you would speak your lines in English and they would play the audio backwards. And that's how they would do native languages. Wow. She's like, it is rare to actually be able to speak uh, wow. Hakuchi Moya. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. And everyone was just dead silent and they didn't play her off, which I appreciated. Um, I did a uh, slight tangent. Uh, saw a, um, uh, a native, like a southern native YouTuber channel uh-huh. um, reviewing the... Um, the Kahori episode of What If. Okay. Um, where it's a native spoken. I didn't it's, finish season two I, of What If. What If. I really liked the whole season. Okay. Um, but there is an episode introducing a new native character. Oh. Um, that almost the... Uh, I don't think there's any English in the entire Fuck yeah. episode. Um, it's mostly... Um, I forget which... Um, it's like a northern sort of upstate New York area um, tribe language. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some Spanish because they come across like conquistadors. Okay. Which apparently some Spaniards are upset about because they're like, well, A, historically speaking, the conquistadors never got up that far north. Sure. Uh, and they're also sort of like mustache trolling villains. Got it. And this is like, it, it's a what if. It's a cartoon. It's What like, if conquistadors were assholes? Yeah. It's it's an alternate universe. Sure. Like. Just, just give the native people this, <laughs> you know. Right. Everybody but, gets one. Yeah, but he was talking about how, like how good of a job that they did, like Marvel partnering with the tribes oh, and like good. went to like the Smithsonian to find like oh. the proper people to contact in those oh. tribes. And, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Put in the work and right. yeah, um, wanted to feature the language and just have everything subtitled. I have not. Got, I didn't get through the first episode and then gave up. Oh, uh, work. No, it gets really good. All right. Yeah, okay. it's worth it. <laughs> uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy went to Emma Stone for Poor Things. And I thought her uh, speech was very bizarre and, like, not planned out. I don't think she thought she was going to win. Word. She beat out Jennifer Lawrence, Natalie Portman, and Margot Robbie. Beat out Margot oh, Robbie's yeah. Barbie. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing was when they do the shot of each person when they announce them. Jennifer Lawrence looked right in the camera and mouthed. If I don't win, I'm leaving. <laughs> With the most aggressive look on her face. And then when they called Emma Stone's name, she got up and pretended she won. And then like sat back down. Uh, furthering my commitment to Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah. As a great human being. <laughs> I saw uh, Mark Hamill uh, introduced, I think, the the like the new uh-huh. man category which was like all right that's the guy you get to do oh yeah that his jokes did not go over <laughs> nobody laughed like, yes, he's the... like hey there's an open bar <laughs> he has crickets. the only award show with an open bar crickets <laughs> how do you not laugh at anything that man that's luke fucking skywalker the king of just giving weird looks at you yeah um Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical comedy, went to Paul Giamatti. Equally weird. Uh, he like he's like such an old man dad. Like at one point he was giving his uh his thank yous and he's like, oh, and my son who just graduated college. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. And I'm like, what the fuck? Shut up! You're at the Golden Globes. And he, when they were doing the nominees for that category, uh-huh. he was the only one looks the camera dead and like keeps mouthing no. No. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, totally not going to be me. Yeah. Beat Tim- <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Beat Nicolas yep. Cage on his birthday. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright. The yep. Watcher. Uh, best supporting <laughs> actor for a motion picture. Uh, 
Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer beating fellow uh, Avenger Mark Ruffalo from Poor Things. Uh, that's funny. And uh, Goblin Willem uh, Dafoe for Poor Things. Word. Best Supporting Actress went to Divine Joey Randolph for The Holdovers. Which I still right. haven't seen The Holdovers. Yep. Um, best uh, Television Series Drama was Succession, and they won a lot of shit. Succession yeah. was so fucking good. Uh, best Television I'm, Series. I'm actually, I was kind of surprised that it didn't beat or that it did beat uh, Ted Lasso because I think they were both doing their last seasons at the same time and uh, they tend to give them like awards, you know, for the last season. Well, I gotta tell you it was Succession's last season and that's a different category. Oh, it was a drama. a drama. Uh, okay, I didn't know if they did the different categories for, uh, yeah, for TV. Yeah, television series, musical, or comedy. So considered it a comedy. Beating okay. Ted Lasso was The Bear, which I've heard amazing oh, things about. Oh, yeah. Everyone tells me about two of these shows in this category. The Bear, because <laughs> yeah. if you've ever worked in a restaurant, they say watch it. But yeah. I'm like, I don't want that. I, I saw Maddie Matheson was apparently. I don't know if he's in the show for, uh-huh. or if he's like the chef advisor or something. Uh-huh. I fucking love his YouTube channel. Oh, he's an insane I... person. Right? <laughs> and then everyone tells me to watch Abbott Elementary because it's an elementary school mm. in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. I don't even know it was in Philly. Yeah. The clip they showed at the Golden Globes, the leaders wearing a Google shirt. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I didn't know what was like. I was going yeah. through my show notes at yeah, the time yeah. when that happened and I was like, well, is that a fucking Eagles t-shirt? All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best performance by an actor in a television series drama, Kieran Culkin for Succession. I missed his. Word. Okay. But also nominated Jeremy Strong for Succession and Brian Cox say, for Succession. Yeah, as he beat out two of his co-stars. Which is, I think, in that last <laughs> season, now not overall series-wide, mm. but in that season, he that was his season. Okay. Word. Uh, best performance by an actress went to Sarah Snook from Succession. Again, very bizarre acceptance speech. She's like, I don't know what to do. Kieran, come up and help me. It was real bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, uh, Somebody came up and was like, this room's really intimidating. And then like, that was the end of their speech. Like, so <laughs> the first person said that. And then three more to the end of the show said the same thing. Like, wow, it is intimidating up here. Oh, Not right. me. Let me up Open there. Open bar. Right? <laughs> He's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I am beloved by nerds. Get fuck <laughs> off. Uh, best actress in a TV series, musical or comedy, was Ao Adibiri uh, from The Bear. Okay, beating out a lot of people. Oh, uh, she beat Rachel Brosnan from Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's a good. Yeah, fucking, that was their last season too. Bummer. Oh dang! Best actor in a TV series, uh, Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Word. Beating Steve Martin <laughs> and Martin Short from Only. Uh, wow. Murders in the Building, beating Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso and Bill Hader for wow. Barry and Jason Siegel for Shrinky. He wow. slaughtered legends. Good for him, dude. Wow. The Bear must be good because to beat Steve Martin and Martin Short and Jason Sudeikis and yeah, Bill Hader. Right? Jesus. Oof. That's a uh, pretty stacked category. I know. Best Supporting Actor Television, Matthew McFadden for Succession. Mm-hmm. Fucking... That was a very Succession heavy night. Yeah. Beating out Alan Ruck for Succession and Alexander Skarsgård <laughs> for Succession. Yeah. Best Supporting Actress Television, Elizabeth Debicki for The Crown. Okay. She plays the queen. Word. Uh, beating J. Cameron Smith for Succession and <laughs> Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, And Christina Ricci from Yellow Jackets. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, there's some stacked uh, TV categories this year. Best Limited Series or Motion Picture for Television was Beef. I hear really good things about Beef. yeah. Yeah, awesome. um, was that uh, Stephen Yeun was in that? Who I, I, I got some damn news about him. Best performance by an actor for a limited series made for television nice. for Beef. That's nice. right. Uh, and then best performance by an actress was Ali Wong for Beef. Nice. Fucking killing it. Nice. She beat, I can't believe this, she beat Elizabeth Olsen for Love and Death. Oh, yeah. Love yeah, and yeah. Death got so much promo when it came out friend of ours worked on that show oh, emily was one of the oh, main nice. customers hell yeah yeah uh best original score for a motion picture was oppenheimer that dude was weird i don't know if you listen to his He's ludwig ludwig Göransson. Like, yeah uh who i fucking love his music okay he, he is he is a composer weirdo he is he was looking straight down <laughs> the entire time yeah he's he's the guy who will lock himself in a room and like just make noises until he's inspired Great. by something. And like he Sounds did like the you. Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, he's done a bunch of stuff with um, Childish Gambino. 
They're yeah. like the more really like musically interesting Sonic stuff. He did the Mandalorian theme. Oh. And the first like two seasons, I think, of the Mandalorian. So his dad's name is Gjorns? I guess. It's like like my dad's name is Richard. Stupid. Best picture non English language, Anatomy of a Fall. Word. Best original song by the motion picture. This blew my tits away because Barbie had three nominations. Three songs in the category. Yeah. And one won. What? Uh, I can't believe Peaches didn't win. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was What I mean, Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. Jack Black was just like laughing while they were showing like the nominees when they showed him. He was just yeah, like, I'm not. Well, I don't, why am I even here? I sang one <laughs> fucking word. Peaches, peaches, yeah. peaches. Uh, Billie Eilish, did you see her uh, acceptance speech? Yeah. That was weird, too. She goes, I was in a really dark place. I was real depressed. Anyway, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Best animated Beating Spider-Man across the universe and Super yeah. Mario Brothers and Elemental yep. was Boy in the Heron. Yep. Did not see that coming. No, I think that's that's the like man didn't I think he like came out of animation retirement yeah, to Maizaki. make this one. This is and, the last one. And this so. is yeah. And they everybody's saying like this is the mass like the crowning achievement of everything he's already done. Right. I'm sure they're like, well, there'll be one more Spider-Man first yeah you know? yeah we got part two coming you know there'll next be plenty year. more super mario <laughs> brothers movies yeah pixar's one enough yep yeah uh, it's the first um first anime to win the oh, good. best um best nice. animation category uh best performance in a stand-up comedy or television weirdly was ricky gervais armageddon <laughs> i have heard people that like even if you dislike ricky gervais yeah this is a return to form for him and it's better oh because he has okay. gotten a little out there yeah He's, yeah, he's kind of gotten up his, t- up his own yeah. ass. <laughs> he's like turned. T- he's like libtard Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's the best way I can say it. Because like he's the worst of what people think liberals are. He's become the worst mm. liberal. Okay. The yeah. real like he's like the asshole atheist. You know, he's like yeah. in your face. Yeah. About what, it. what Jim Jeffries describes as new atheists. Right. Yeah. So like <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh, I don't like that term, but he's kind of a libtard i like it okay yeah now he's just spouting shit uh but he now but he's like got that joe rogan energy like i'm the king mm. of them so yeah, yeah, yeah there's that <laughs> uh yeah golden globe sucks dude i wouldn't i'd go i'd like to be nominated <laughs> yeah. i haven't done shit that'd be nice <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh it's time for dan news you know it now Oh, man, I'm just imagining the missed opportunity huh. of you doing that with no music behind it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> all, just all of the jingles. It's just awkward silence. And then. All right, hold on. Uh-oh, it's time for Dan News. You know it now. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, that was good. Um, first thing I have is uh, Aquaman 2 finally just passed the $100 million domestic mark. Fuck you. Uh, it has taken the second longest of any DC movie. Fuck you! Can, can you guess Fuck what the you! other one was? Fuck you! Uh, Fuck you! Hold on. Fuck you! Hold on. Fuck you! I'll give you was a it Blue Beetle? It made the least money of any of them. It wasn't Blue Actually, Beetle? I'm not sure if uh, if Blue Beetle... Counts? If it counts, because I think it's technically in the new universe. Okay, hold on. Was it Flash? It was the Flash. Yay! Um, th- uh, the three-week domestic gross of the Flash was $99.5 million. Oh. And Aquaman 2 is just hit $100 million. Well, here, Let's go say hi to Aquaman. <laughs> uh, comparatively, Man of Steel's three-week domestic gross was $248 million. Woof. I know Justice League You made a lot of money Christian Christian you made so much money We know Christian We know Alright so here's my gripe with this Uh So here is just uh, One of the headlines I saw 
Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which has been struggling on a somewhat, somewhat has been struggling somewhat at the box office, nevertheless passes an important domestic milestone. Fuck every single movie reviewer and movie news writer that says these encouraging shit for Aquaman, and then turn around and shit on something like the Marvels and said. Oh, fuck the Marvels. Because every article has been so like, you can do it, little guy, for a movie that you say sucks, and I say (laughs) it's going to suck. Yep. It says... It's it's, it's bad. Been struggling (laughs) somewhat, nevertheless... Passes an important domestic milestone. Fuck you for coddling this movie. Yeah. Fuck you for holding its hand when you. All of Hollywood news has been shitting on a great movie like the Marvels. Yeah. The, what is the most baffling thing? Tell I think me what's about the, the whole movie. Thing. Um. Is the last thing that is said in it. Oh. Is the last line of the movie. No one's seen it, so just spoil. And it is, Jason Momoa. Momo- doing Momoa, <laughs> doing an Iron Man one reference. What? Completely out of context of what he is saying. I am Aquaman. So he's basically doing the, um, the like speech at the end of Black Panther of Wakanda opening up to the rest of the world. Only now it's Atlantis. Okay. Opening up to the rest of the world. And at the which end, they can't. people can't breathe underwater, which he's like doing a press conference outside. It was like, you know, by the water. Did whatever. he say I am Aquaman? And he like in a completely different tone of voice, pulls the microphone out of its stand and goes, huh. I am Aquaman. Woo. And Mike drops. And that's the end of the movie. Oh, that sounds awful. And you're like that. What? That wasn't a thick. Nobody. Th- so- it wasn't a thing of who is Aquaman. In any of this. Like, you've already saved the world. People know who you are. Yeah. And it was never a question of who his identity was. Right. That's not a point I, in I any of this. That was a blooper that they fucked up and left in the movie. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of those. Oh, gross. <laughs> Everybody looks a real bad. Like, they gross. are not taking any of this seriously. How's Amber Heard in the movie? Um, Cut the fuck out, mostly. Oh, bummer. <laughs> they were, you could tell there were scenes that she's just sitting there next to him and they cut out all of her lines as much as they could <laughs> she is along for the ride in a lot of it they had to keep her in because they basically couldn't afford d- the deus ex machina her like she has to save him at some point got it and like you can't cut around that got it <laughs> but oh boy <laughs> garbage it is a bad movie <laughs> yeah. yeah hot garbage <laughs> What else you got? Uh, then the other thing I have is um, a couple of actors leaving movies. Um, One of these is due, sad. due to scheduling conflicts. Yeah. Um, so a lot of scheduling problems are happening uh, because of the strikes are over. So productions are getting their calendars set sure. up. And, you know, a lot of actors are pretty busy. So some of the shit has to go. Sure. <laughs> you know, a lot of overlapping movie commitments. I'm available. Uh, Steven Yeun. Sad. Um, has left the Thunderbolts. Sad. Yeah, he was going to be the Sentry. Very cool. Which apparently Marvel never officially said out loud. But No, it was uh, Kirkman. Kirkman, yeah, yeah, revealed it. Maybe it's just a fuck you because they, he leaked it. Maybe they're just like, we don't like leaks. Fuck you, you've <laughs> lost it. They're like, hey, what's your next project? He's like, oh, it's you know, February, whatever. Cool. That's when we're filming then. <laughs> yeah. Fucker. Yeah, so he said it was uh, due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, the only thing that he's currently attached to was the thing he said he announced like three days ago or something. Oh, what is it? Um, he's going to be in a small indie romance film from the director, uh, Lee Isaac Chung, who he previously worked with in 2020's Minari that was from A24. He got fired from Thunderbolts, and they said, you can tell people whatever you want. <laughs> you can tell them whatever you want. <laughs> I Honestly, I don't think he was right for the century. Like, I, I feel like the century should, should have like a bigger build. Sure. Because um, he's supposed to be OP. Like, right. He's he's the OPest of OP characters in right. the Marvel universe. 100%. Who isn't like Galactus. <laughs> sure. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> um like I think he could definitely do the century, all of the dark, fucked up mental yeah. stuff, like incredibly well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I want to see an actor who is at one point considered gorgeous, but now well past their prime. Like I want to see Matt, a fat Matt Damon oh. or like a fat Matt Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, like a like a previous like sexiest man alive winner, right? <laughs> like that. Yeah, like I want to see Christian Slater's Century. Oh, you yeah. know, oh, that'd be really good. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, Mister Incredible putting the suit back on. Yeah, that. 100%. <laughs> the Incredibles. Yeah. Um. So the um the movie Minari I teased earlier. Uh, that we'd talk about this. Uh, that movie was famous for winning the Golden Globe hmm. for foreign language film. Oh. And not being eligible for best drama despite being made entirely in the U.S. It oh. was filmed in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was an A24 production. Oh. But because the rules at the time said that you need to be at least 50% in English. Bullshit. To qualify for best movie. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah was one of the reasons why like people started getting on board with like hey fuck the golden Hollywood globes press. <laughs> yeah famously wonderful people so new new people running it this year yeah apparently doing better at least in some categories not hiring uh good <laughs> directors to run yeah. their show though <laughs> yep um and then the other one that i saw was um andrew garfield has left frankenstein the uh guillermo uh guillermo oh. del toro's frankenstein he, huh. he was supposed to play frankenstein and i guess he's got some other shit he needs to the do the doctor or the monster <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> i believe the monster well that's not frankenstein that's frankenstein's or, monster. No, um he might have actually been the doctor the doctor i forget talk yeah. about a slight build for a character yeah right um, darn, 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 darn. <laughs> they were apparently uh, starting to uh, scheduled to start shooting in February. Uh, he is being replaced by Jacob Elordi, uh, who played Elvis in the Priscilla oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, was most recently in Saltburn. Oh, fucking hell. There you go. Yeah. Nice. I could have sworn I saw some more uh, headlines about that recently, but I couldn't, uh, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. dig them back up out of my old notes. Um, yeah, that's, uh, Stan News for the week. Why the fuck do we need this in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Fix it and post. Line it up. Uh, Phenomenal. Thank you. you. Well executed. No editing in this show. And it shows. (laughs) God damn it. American Reunion co-screenwriter and co-director Jason Hurwitz suggests a potential storyline for the unmade sex comedy sequel, American Pie 5. Um, In a tweet, someone asked, like, hey, is this ever going to happen? And Hurwitz teased, said, if Universal was interested in finding out if Jim's dad and Stifler's mom romance worked out, they know where to find us. The characters had never interacted on screen before American Reunion, which kindled a romantic relationship over the course of the movie with the death of Jim's mom. Uh, I like this, and I say we need this because of close personal friend Thomasy and Nicholas. Mm. Uh, because if they make another American Pie movie, uh, I will suck his dick <laughs> to be an extra in this movie. I will take whatever it ta- I will fly anywhere, whatever it takes, because I want to be an American Pie movie. You just got a new camper. You can put yourself up. Whatever. I'll drive there. Uh, uh, for anyone stalking uh, Thomas and Nicholas, he was in Austin uh, all week and uh, uh, said hi to me. And I said, hey, what's Where? up? And I thought we were going to get lunch, but I think he said hi in case we ran into each other. And he didn't want the awkward, <laughs> like, oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it was a... Didn't tell it, you I was going to be in town. Whoops. Yeah. That's a, I don't think it was a, hey, let's hang out. Because... He was like, hey, I'm in Austin till Sunday last week. I'm like, oh, great. You want to grab lunch or something? He goes, I don't know. Awfully busy. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? He's like, ah, just visiting a friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is me going to fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but <Fantastic. laughs> I'm a star fucker above everything else. So to get that text message makes me very happy. <laughs> yep. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. That one got me. 
Star Trek First Contact introduced the Borg Queen, whose brief relationship with Data might just be Star Trek's strongest romance. Brandon Braga, co-writer of the movie, says, Once we invented the Borg Queen, we realized that Data being seduced in some way by her would be very interesting. It's the most provocative and strangest experience he's ever had, and he does come very close to a physical existence thanks to the Borg. This This is actually a romance. It's a sick and perverted romance, but it's a perfect it's perfect because it represents many things, including temptation, seduction, and romance, but all filled with Borg perversity. Let's talk about this. Because <laughs> one, he is definitely implying that data fucks. And we oh, know yeah. he fucks, but oh, I'm yeah. saying fucks the Borg Queen. Whose vagina is she using? Because I have to imagine mm. in the Borg body, if there are biological parts that are beyond her chest and spine, that's somebody else's vagina. Yeah. That's not her original vagina. No. I mean, what species, too? She looks like, human. She's definitely humanoid. Yeah, but, like, they only got so many humans, but they got, like, well, they have gajillions more. of all other species. They assimilated a lot of humans. In, that could have been a fresh Humanoids. body. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. That could have been a, a, they they could have just had her spine on board mm. and then assimilate a human body because they made Borg drones like that. that they the fucking make... aristocracy queen's getting all the new parts, right? <laughs> so, um, so Data could be fucking a vagina of one of his coworkers who had Ooh. been assimilated. Think about that. Yep. I have huge problems with it. Also, they say it's, it was like a it was like twenty four hours. I don't know how long first contact supposed to be i know that they're on yeah it's pretty quick they're on the earth for a while helping zephyr so it's probably a couple days yeah but that's a quick romance if you're going to the <laughs> whole thing like the whole time i, th- I figured data is just playing along and that's what he said yes i was only tempted for 0.68 seconds is what he says yeah but like if, if the writer's <laughs> saying no, no no he was really into this like is he that, was down to clown sorry, is that how long it takes him to come yeah i mean i think that i think <laughs> he gets to set that <laughs> oh, I, let me take that back. Pre-emotion chip, he gets to set that. Now that he has the emotion chip, remember when she mm. blew on his skin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he takes the drink that was like, now. If you take a gross drink, you're not making the same reaction he does, right? When yeah. he's like, oh, oh, that is revolting. Yeah. So yeah, the first time you fuck after you get the emotion <laughs> chip, that's a point six eight second come. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But without the emotion chip, and, and enough to make you like lose your mind enough to consider joining the board. A hundred point six eight seconds. That's <laughs> yeah. right. But yeah, pre chip. That's definitely when that yeah. happened, <laughs> right? A hundred percent. Now, when he nuts, what is coming out of him? Oh man! Because it has to be like some sort of saline solution. Because it has to be safe. Well, he can ingest liquids. Yes, he can, and. Uh, his his <laughs> body is liquid cooled by a saline solution. I know that from the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to imagine some sort of cum like salty discharge. I mean, saline's salty. Yeah, that's what I'm. I, <laughs> yeah, this is my guess. Yep. <laughs> anyway, do you remember a fistful of datas? That's the holodeck one where he becomes all the characters on the holodeck in the oh, western. Yeah. And he was like a weird, like a like a hooker lady from a saloon. <laughs> they do a lot of weird shit with it because I know like Brent Spiner yeah. is like the goofiest person on that cast. Yeah, but then be like, like, oh, put me in a dress. <laughs> I right. want to do a silly. Character. And he has to play like the most straightforward robot ever. Yeah, yeah. Here's your one episode you get to like let loose. <laughs> get weird. Yeah, that's why he wants to be his brother. It's why he wants to be his dad. He gets to have fun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Thanks so much to everyone who listened <laughs> yeah. to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm-hmm. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5 by 5 the movies. Hey, I'm going to put the link to Dan's nomination hey. so you can vote to him on our Facebook, 5 by 5 at the movies. Uh, I have heard apparently you can vote every day. What? Or maybe that was like a glitch in the system. I had to log in like with my email. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm might have been like this. a glitch well, initially. If like, I'd have known that, I would have been reloading every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, if you go on our Facebook and you click the link and you show me that you voted, I will send you a movie. I will find a way to get you a movie. Yeah, it'll be digital, but you'll get one. Thank you, Dan Benjamin. 
and the entire team at Fireside. <laughs> okay, now do it like it's a sad effect that it's the wrong time. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, and the entire team at Fireside. <laughs> we'll see you next week with another 5x5 five five of the movies. Roll credits. Oh, what do you got? This is what the first 11 minutes of the show sounded like. (laughs) This song is about me for the first 11 minutes of our show. if you remember Bitch. to go back and put in the uh, yeah, theme song that'd be <laughs> or funny if I start did. real awkward and then or did we intentionally not put the theme song back in at the top well now I have to go listen and see <laughs> what's, what's funnier so alright that's enough of this bullshit